0: A volunteer state. It's time to join the nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football, basketball, special guests, recruiting and more. The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse.
1: Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. The number one lender in the state of Tennessee, making the American dream possible. Learn more at migonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon, featuring top-tier clean gasoline for peak performance. Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. By Farm Bureau Health Plans, when looking for health care coverage, let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through the choices. By Tennessee LASIK Association, Proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee Lacing. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by...
2: It's been an outstanding Sunday for you. A little bit cool this morning, but uh, nice and sunny as the day went on. I'm Chris Slow with my main man, Austin Price, and this is The Nation. We do it every Sunday night, and we appreciate you spending part of your Sunday evening with us. We're at the Texas Roadhouse, down at the old Easttown Mall location. This will be our last night here. and we'll certainly be sorry to... Uh, Bit of due to our friends here, it's been great. And once again, they're just jam packed here. This place does great business, and why not? They're
3: all busy. The, the food the, no, the, there's none busier than this location. The food here
2: is great. <laughs> uh,
3: what you what you dust off tonight? You have the uh, the usual, the chicken. I didn't. I actually had a hamburger tonight. It's all first right. time I've ever had a hamburger. Break. I don't know why. I was thinking that earlier today I was going to switch it up, and when I walked up, I was like, "How are the chicken tenders?" Oh. And she heard the cheeseburger for whatever reason and said. We have a great cheeseburger. I said, then done.
2: (laughs) Good to break out of your routine every once in a while. But uh, I I tell you, whatever you get here, it's good. And love to have you come by and join us tonight. And uh, we, as I said, last night here, we'll be moving to the Morrell Road location over by Westtown Mall next Sunday uh, as we now dive into November. A little bit cold. Halloween last night. We had about 100 trick-or-treaters at my house, AP. You should have brought the Price girls by. We we were in our own neighborhood. We
3: had uh, we had a plethora there, and you know it, that's one thing about being in kind of a new neighborhood with a bunch of young families is a ton of kids, and and uh, enjoyed it. It was
2: uh it was it was nice. All right, balls off this week. This past week they go to Arkansas this coming Saturday. at a seven thirty game on SEC Network. The Hogs losing to a uh, pretty hot Texas A and M team. I think A and M may be outside Bama. In the West, maybe the team to watch over on that side. We'll see. They, they they've certainly gotten better. They were very lackluster opener against Vanderbilt, then lost to to uh, Alabama. No shame in losing Alabama, uh, but have played pretty good football uh, since then. And a uh, and taking down Arkansas. Arkansas, I still think one of the better coach teams in the league. Uh, not certainly not the best personnel by any stretch, but what they have they've gotten everything and then some out of that football he he
3: has them playing hard you know and that's that that's the the biggest thing is you know the buy-in the effort that they're playing with you know Kendall Browles is doing a a solid job with with Felipe Franks um you know who has his own limitations but they're they're putting him in you know situations for him to be successful he's executing the defense now last night they gave up some points um you know but you know on the whole Barry Odom's defense has been you know as competitive as anybody in the league outside of you know maybe Georgia and then Alabama the last couple of weeks they've that when they went to halftime against Georgia it's been a different Bama defense um, in a lot of ways um, since then those last 10 quarters so um Tennessee uh, will uh, have to play solid football they'll have to kind of Circle the wagons, so to speak, as they head off to Fayetteville and uh, get ready for the uh, tussle
2: with the Razorbacks. And you were telling me as I walked in, the line opened. Tennessee, a three-point favorite. That line already down in some quarters to one or one-and-a-half, the Vols' favorite. So, you know, a close game. And that's about, I mean, I, I thought actually Arkansas might be favored by a little bit. Either way, though, you, you knew this was going to be going to the pick them. People were going to think it was a close football game. I think these teams are pretty close uh, as far as the way they played at this point. We'll see with the extra week where Tennessee is, you know, what the, uh, what the mood of this team is, the morale, the confidence level. Uh, have they been able to get some things fixed? Have they, has Jeremy Pruitt, which all good head coaches do, have you, has he been able to press the right buttons? with his staff, with his football team, what's the leadership on this team. And I think here's the big thing, AP, now with teams like an Arkansas, and certainly it goes without saying against an Alabama and a Florida and Georgia, but teams like Arkansas that are closer to you in personnel, and Tennessee may be actually a little bit better than in personnel, playing clean football and not hurting yourself with penalties and mistakes more important than ever in these type of football games. Yeah,
3: Tennessee can ill afford to lose the turnover battle. You know, I mean, even though there won't be a ton of fans there, you're still going on the road. You're playing, you know, in in in, the, in a road-esque environment. And, uh, you know, Tennessee's got to get off to a hot start, which means no silly turnovers, uh, not allowing, you know, no silly penalties that extend drives for Arkansas. Um you know, or, 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 you know, or kill drives for Tennessee. So, you know, we'll see how much they've kind of bonded together over the last two weeks coming up next Saturday. And, uh, they've got a, uh, a big week of practice ahead to see, you know, where this team is from a leadership standpoint, uh, to see if they've kind of found anything through the course of the
2: bye week. Of course, the big week, of the uh, big game of the week this coming week, Florida, Georgia. I guess we're, are we supposed to call it the cocktail party anymore? Is that not, I guess we're not supposed to, but, for someone of my age, it's always going to be the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. The dogs favored by five, open as a five-point favorite over a Florida team that looked pretty good against Missouri, almost a well, a near brawl right before the halftime in the first half. And we be interested to see if Florida loses any players to suspension. I talked to somebody on Florida staff earlier today. They said they didn't think so. Um, you know, so we'll see. Or any, any additional players and the ones. That were ejected in that game, uh, but that's got a chance to be good. And Florida looks like maybe they're starting to figure out. You know, they had not played a football game three weeks. In three weeks, it's crazy. And probably played certainly defensively, as well as they as they had played against uh, Missouri. A Missouri team had been playing better. Again, dogs open as a five point favorite. The nation is presented across the state of Tennessee each week by our friends at Mortgage Investors Group, the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Mortgage Investors Group is excited to help home buyers affordably achieve the dream of home ownership by giving you the home court advantage. This great advantage will allow you to get into that dream home with less money out of your pocket. Home buyers will be provided with an exclusive 15 year fixed rate second mortgage of $7,500, which will help cover your down payment, closing costs, prepaids, and in some cases a portion of the insurance cost. This is not just for first time home buyers. Move up buyers may also be eligible. Call MIG. MIG today to learn more about the home court advantage program, and go to migonline.com to chat with a licensed loan officer online and get moving today toward your home buying goals. We're going to have try to catch up tonight. AP with former Auburn coach Gene Chizik, who now does a really nice job on the SEC Network. Uh, Gene plugged in to the league and what's been going on. We'll ask him about. This Arkansas-Tennessee matchup, and, and really the league in general, is, is the gap between Alabama and everybody else as wide, maybe as it seems. We've still only played, in most cases, four or five games, which is, I guess, this year, half the season. Um, so we'll see what goes down. And then in the, in the uh, second half of the show, we're going to catch, catch up with uh, Ryan McGee of Marty McGee, a great show on SEC Network. And uh, Ryan, a UT graduate who keeps up as well follows sec football nascar a little bit of everything that show was really fun if you hadn't had a chance to watch the uh mcgee uh, M- martin mcgee show and again and coach Chiswick coming up here in the second segment
3: uh we I, I will we will bring him the marathon question of the week all right later in tonight's show
2: i've got a dazzling question who mcgee yes okay well hey listen McGee, he he's he's thinks on his feet he'll be ready for whatever you throw at him all right so I don't know if you had a chance to watch. I watched a good bit of the Arkansas end of game, and had a chance to visit last week with Sam Pittman, uh, Barry Odom on that staff, uh, Grant Morgan, their their best defensive player. Did you do that over the phone via Zoom? Zoom, did Zoom. That's Zoom. the way of the world. That's that's uh, that's where we are right now. But uh it was great catching up. You know, it's a cool story to See, uh, and even Sam will tell you, you. know, listen, career offensive line coach gets a job as a head coach in the SEC doesn't happen all the time and everybody knows and even sam will tell you which was he was refreshingly candid and honest when i talked to him that hey i know i wasn't the first choice he said but i also get it i'm a, I'm a career offensive line coach they're going to go after head coach so they talked to lane kiffin they talked to mike leach uh they talked to you know they talked to several people eli drinkwitz at missouri also interviewed him um hunter their ad said they actually i didn't know this he actually he actually talked to deon sanders I don't know if he met with him in person, but he did talk with him, have a conversation with Dion about that job. But ultimately, Sam was the guy they settled on, a guy that really, he and his wife Jamie loved their time there at Arkansas. He'd already bought a lot on the lake there. He wants to retire in Hot Springs. And, and you talk to those kids who played on the offensive line for him there, talking about guys like Frank Reganile, Travis Swanson, uh, Dan Skipper, guys who played in the NFL. I mean, they rave about it, his ability to get teams to play with confidence, to, as you said, to play hard. He's great at simplifying things. And the other thing he's done is he's been secure enough in his own skin to hire good people around him, including AP, a former head coach, and Barry Odom to run the defense.
3: Well, I think that that was the, the, the biggest thing that he did when he got the job was you know, they weren't going to pay the same amount for him as they were going to for maybe Elaine a, a Kiffin because he wasn't going to command as much money. But in turn, he's able to put more money towards his assistant coaches. He goes and hires a young, innovative offensive um, coordinator—you know, kind of a a younger kid that that brings a little energy um, and and imagination to the offensive side—and then hires a former head coach who is a no-nonsense, you know, old-school type approach in Barry Odom. So, to me, it's kind of best of both worlds. There's some youth. There's some experience.
2: On that staff and right now they're playing hard you know we knew this year was going to be unlike anything we'd seen before we knew there were going to be stoppages and postponements we knew there were going to be outbreaks on the team but we i don't think without without question ap the biggest news off the field yet in the college football season comes this week when clemson announces that trevor Lawrence, their star quarterback the heisman trophy front runner test positive for COVID, missed the boston college game this past week clemson falls behind by 18 points comes back and wins but he will not be available for clemson's biggest game to date this coming weekend at notre dame which means who starts a quarterback chris low go ahead i want the no, pronunciation no listen that's why that's why you're the <laughs> radio guy okay i i'm a i'm a former newspaper guy. i'm not a radio guy i am a former newspaper guy who's trying to dabble into the radio tv business but you are a broadcast radio <laughs> tv guy so let's hear you Pronounce that, oh, the name of the fresh Clemson freshman quarterback who played pretty well on Saturday. Yeah, what is, it, what is it? DJ Uyi Ungale. It's pretty
3: close. I mean, it's pretty close. It's pretty I don't close. think that's exactly right, but I, it's it, until I sit there and listen to Tessator say it over and over again. You know,
2: I I would have you know totally botched that name. Speaking of Tessator, how cool was that? I was watching. When he was calling the game, of course, his son is a no. place kicker for BC. <laughs> when his son ran up to the line of scrimmage and pulled Clemson off off sides to get the <laughs> to get them a first down, just to hear the emotion in the father's voice, and I know we're all supposed to, you know, we're supposed to be down the middle and all that, at, but that at, still was pretty at, cool. The, huh? At
3: that point in time, you know, what went through my mind? I was like, I'd love to be on a Clemson message board right now because oh. at the point they were down and, and it had really not a whole lot of pulse at that point, and. And you know that they were like, oh, the Tessitore, oh, oh, he's so pro Boston College. Oh, you, you could just—that's how fans are. It would have been happened if it would have been any other team in America, it wouldn't have mattered. It, that's just how it rolled out. But yeah, to, to, if you're the dad and you get to see your son just do something like that, and it's—and again, he all he does is draw them off sides, not right. actually right. run the play. Right. But still, they come back the next play, throw the touchdown pass. And, and
2: knowing Joe as I do, he is the consummate pro. He's as good as there he is, and, and just—but still, to hear the
3: excitement in his as, voice. As, as it should be. I yep. mean, it's his kid. That's how you would be if, if Adam or
2: Sean were in the sure, same position or if Addison real. or Avery were Absolutely. in same position. Absolutely. It's real. It's emotion. It's And that's part of what makes college football so much fun. All right, let's take our first break here on the nation. We're going to try to catch up on the other side with former Auburn coach Gene Chiswick, who's now on the SEC Network. We'll ask him about the Arkansas-Tennessee matchup. You're listening to the nation. Lawyer. We always love being here with our friends at Texas Roadhouse. We're here at the East location. This is our last night here. We'll be moving to the Morrell Road location next week. But Texas Roadhouse is your home for legendary food and legendary service. Visit one of their 16 locations throughout the state of Tennessee area. Get your game day food from Texas Roadhouse. Place your Tugo go online at togo.texasroadhouse.com to enjoy while you're cheering on the balls. Texas Roadhouse is your home for hand-cut steaks. Fall-off-the-bone ribs made from scratch size and dressings, fresh-baked bed, bread, bread, ice-cold beer, and legendary margaritas.
1: In the game of life, who wouldn't want to live a better life? At University Eye Specialists, our experienced and well-trained surgeons have helped thousands of Knoxville area patients restore their vision through LASIK. Utilizing the latest in laser vision technology, University Eye wants to help you shed those contacts and glasses. After all, who doesn't want to live a better life? Request an appointment today at universityeye.com. University Eye Specialists, proud to serve the UT
4: Athletics Department since 1978. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111. Right now, you can get $0.05 cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's $0.05 cents off every gallon with Make It Count rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit.
5: For more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. And now, in tough times like these, it's more important than ever that we look out for each other. For many of you impacted by recent events, we can help make sure you're protected with quality, affordable coverage that's right for you, right now, so you're prepared for whatever lies ahead. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today. Enjoy the world's most refreshing beer, Coors Light, all season long. Whether you're at Neyland Stadium or tailgating at home, crack open an ice-cold Coors Light, the official beer of enjoying college football wherever you are. When things heat up on the gridiron, Coors Light is there to cool things down because it's made to chill. This fall, reach for the beer that supports the balls. mountain-cold refreshment. Coors Light, proud sponsor of the Tennessee Volunteers. Celebrate responsibly. 21 means 21. You're
0: listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of VolQuest.com, presented by Mortgage Investors Group.
2: Welcome back into The Nation, Chris Lowe and Austin Price. Let's go right to the phone lines and welcome a special guest, former Auburn head coach Gene Chizik, who you can see him now on the SEC Network. Coach, it's great to uh, have you on, and and congrats, man, the, the banner raised. Honoring you this week, this past week, you and your 2010 Auburn National Championship team. How cool was that?
6: Well, first of all, good afternoon, guys, and it was really cool. Um, It was great. You know, it was a great surprise, and I was very flattered and very humble, and uh, just a lot of great coaches, a lot of great people, and a lot of great memories in that, too, so. Uh, just very appreciative of of all of that, and uh, Gus and Auburn and Alan Green, the AD, uh, all of them coming together to to do that for me as a surprise. It was it was awesome.
2: Gene, I want to ask you about the the Arkansas Tennessee matchup this Saturday. Arkansas, I, I feel like has been, I think that I think Sam and his staff have done as good a job coaching this year, and they faced a Tennessee team that's had a week off. Tennessee team that's that started. Pretty well has not played as well the last few weeks. What do you see in this matchup that jumps out to you?
6: Well, I, I'm really excited about the matchup. Actually, you know Tennessee with a week off. Uh, you know the Alabama game was the last game they played. Uh, you know the score looks extremely lopsided. I think there were times in the game when Tennessee, you know, hung in there. Uh, let's be honest. They, you know Tennessee doesn't have. A Uh, that Alabama has yet, but Jeremy's done a good job recruiting. Um, I think it's a really, it's a 50-50 matchup. I think that, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what this offense looks like with Tennessee after a week off. I still believe Garantano gives them the best chance to win uh, against a defense that's really been improved, as as we all know, that you just look at their numbers and the things they've accomplished defensively, uh, what Barry Odom's done there. Uh, is really interesting and then of late it's been interesting with Arkansas uh, uh, offensively and you know uh, Felipe Franks last night started to be a little bit more of a run weapon with these guys Uh,
0: again
1: A&M
6: he's throwing the ball better he's got some weapons out there trailing Burks and some young guys that have really stepped up to the plate Uh, so I think it's going to be a challenge for Tennessee's defense as well but I think this is kind of an underrated game Uh, you know I, I love you know where two teams go in and, and look; it could go either way, uh, but I think that uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a very physical game and uh, a very well coached game. So I'm looking forward to seeing it,
3: Coach. It's Austin. Um, I think you know if you went back to the start of the season and you predicted Tennessee's record right now, most people would have had them three and two. The Kentucky game is the one that kind of sticks in everybody's crawl around here with how they played. How, if you're if you're Jimmy Pruitt, how do you you know get your guys to you know? say okay that was that was a, a, a one outing where you guys didn't perform the way you'd hoped, but we gotta put that out of our mind and and, and and take this bye week and use it to our advantage and get ready for Arkansas and not worry about all the distractions that can happen outside of the complex.
6: Yeah, so I mean but let's go back to last year guys and, and to be fair, I think Jerry handled all he came with that season as good as anybody and got a turn and flipped around. Uh, you know, as good as anybody in the country. I think one thing that I really respect about Jeremy, when I when I just watch him and I watch how he handles the media, uh, I'm assuming that he handles his team probably very similar behind closed doors, is that, you know, he's very level-headed. I think he has a good perspective on things when things aren't going good. Look, the narrative last year after the loss to BYU in Georgia State was awful. Uh, and he was able to, you know, come on there with a – a pretty stoic, uh, you know, and, and his line of reasoning was great. Hey, this is where we good. This is where we have to improve. If we we'll do this, it'll give us a chance to win. If we don't, it won't. Uh, and, and I think you know, after the Kentucky loss, um, you know that was tough. And so I think that's probably been his message, very simplistic to the team behind the closed doors. We we're gonna we're gonna play like we practice. So, you know, no deposit, no return. If you put if you put in the time, you put in the effort, you put in the study, you put in the practice habits, because everything's about habits. You do that, it'll give us a chance to win. And quite frankly, it'll give us a chance to win pretty much every single game we play from here on out. I mean, you can look at their schedule right now. They go to Arkansas, and they have A&M and Auburn. they got to go to Auburn, Bandy, you know, Florida at home. Every one of those games are winnable for Tennessee. And, and so... Um, I think that's probably his message is consistency. And, uh, you know, don't worry about what's happened in the past. Let's keep moving forward and keep improving.
3: You you said a minute ago that you still believe Jarrett's the guy that gives Tennessee the best chance to to win games like Arkansas or any of these games down the stretch. What makes you confident in that?
6: Uh, I I really believe he's protected the football well for the most part. Uh, You know, I think the, the Kentucky game was the outlier. Uh, you know, I think he blatantly threw into some coverages that he probably, well, I know he wishes he would have had it back, but I think that, uh, it's the only team that I've seen him be, it's the only game I've seen him be careless with the football. Um, I still think he, I've seen him throw some really accurate balls. He's put some places, I mean, look at some of the catches that, uh, Josh Palmer and some of these guys have come down with where he's put the ball in the only place that he could, where the defense could get it and the wide receiver could. I've seen a lot of those throws. I've uh, i seen him make throws under duress. I've seen him take hits after throws. Um, and, and I just think that, you know, he's the leader of the locker room. And there's some other guys on the roster that, you know, people uh, probably were saying, hey, let's you know let's play this guy and let's play the freshman. Uh, look, that's all great, but the only one that knows what's going on behind the scenes is those coaches. And I promise you, their number one charge is to put the guy out there that gives them the best chance to win. And be looking at Garantano versus everybody else right now, he does that.
2: Hey, Gene, it's Chris again. Ima- imagine that, uh, fans and media wanting uh, the freshman backup quarterback to play. That that never happens, yeah. does it? <laughs>
6: Exactly, Chris. I've never heard of that.
2: Let let me ask you this. And you coach in this league, you understand the rigors of playing in the SEC. But when we went to a 10-game schedule this year, you you know, teams didn't have any spring ball. You had limited time on the practice field of scrimmage where you had your whole team together. As you look at all those factors now, and we, we sort of dive into the second half of the season, where do you think, as a former coach in this league, we start to see that wear and tear show up the most, Gene?
6: Well, that's a great, great question, Chris. And probably the first time I've been asked it. You know, to be honest with you, I was shocked with the quality of football uh, in this league from week one. I thought it would be in disarray. Uh, I, I thought there were so many new coaches and coordinators in the league with such little time to even get to know your players. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, from week one, I was impressed with with a lot of things. And... Um, you know, I think the will to this league, obviously, when you play eight league games, is huge. Ten is exponentially different. And then you, you couple that with just how good a shape were they uh, coming in? Uh, did they play themselves into shape? Um, I hope the players, from a standpoint of just health and being healthy and being able to withstand this ten-game this schedule, uh, man, I, I hope they hold up, Chris. I hope we don't see any drop-off of guys. Um, I think you're going to continue to see the execution get better and better. I mean, think about this. We're sitting here, and we've played, what, five, some, some six games. And in the regular season right now, we'd be through two, uh, two to three, uh, in, in some cases, conference games with a long way to go, right? We, we'd be in, like, the second week of October. And it just doesn't feel that way right now. So uh, the caliber of football, I hope, will continue to get better and better uh, because these guys hopefully are getting in some sort of groove, minus any COVID, um, you know, stops of play. But uh, I just hope from the standpoint of health uh, and, and that type of thing, I, I hope we don't see a drop-off. Drop off. But if we are going to see one, I would say you start seeing it in the next two to three weeks.
3: All right, Coach, you've been a head coach in this league, coach in this league a long time. There's been this clamor from some to have nine, a nine-game conference schedule, this, this one-off ten-game schedule. Do you think we move to nine, or do you think we still stay at eight?
6: No. Uh, I think it's worked. The formula has worked. I think people know, you know how brutal uh, this league is, and for you to be able to win this league, uh, and not get in the college football playoff. You know, that happened to me when I was in 2004. It happened to us, and I think that day's long gone. I, you know, we went undefeated. We won the SEC championship against Tennessee that year in 2004, and we didn't get a chance to play for it all. Obviously, it was a different system with two teams. Now there's four. So um, I think the model stands. Uh, I don't think that you're going to see a nine-game uh, conference game schedule. Uh, and look, I say that and I, and I mean, anytime soon, obviously down the road, you never know how it's going to unfold, but I still think Greg Sankey, uh, I think he, and who is the best commissioner in college football. I think he feels very strong that right now our league and the model that we have works. So let's not mess with it and change it.
2: All right, Gene, it's Chris. Let's get you out of here on this one. How big is the gap right now between BAM and everybody else?
6: Chris, I think it's getting bigger, kind of weekly, from what I see. Um, now, let, let's let's qualify that with this: it's Bama at the top level. It's Florida and Georgia behind Bama, uh, and I, I can't say that on a given day either one of them would not beat or could not beat Alabama. And I'll go back to the Georgia game because you're going to look at the score say, wow, You know, Alabama is so much better than Georgia. But there was about a three or four play swing in that game, particularly after I watched the film, where it could end in a closer game and Georgia wouldn't have had to press so much and force itself into some mistakes. Now, both Florida and Georgia, if they end up winning the East and play Alabama in the West, should Alabama continue on this track, I think they're going to have to play a perfect game to beat Alabama. But we've seen deficiency in Alabama as well. To me, it's Alabama Florida and Georgia next tier. And then from there, I mean, it's a 50 50 every week, Chris. Yep. I mean, did anybody see Auburn blowing out in LSU? No. Uh, I can go down the list of the things that happened. Did anybody see, uh, you know, Kentucky playing Georgia this close with a first time uh, quarterback? No. So I can go down the list. Anybody see Missouri beating, uh, you know, LSU? So it's 50-50 after those three. And, uh, but Alabama is right now, in my opinion, they're pretty much uh, heads and tails above everybody else.
2: Well, Gene, man, we really appreciate it. It's uh, hard to believe, man. It's been ten years ago. We're standing there in Glendale, Arizona, and you guys are hoisting the national championship trophy. Where's the time go?
6: Yeah, it really does, man. It it seems in one way, Chris, it seems like it was yesterday, and in in another way it seems like it was a lifetime ago. But either way, um, it was certainly – I was just blessed to be a part of it with a lot of great people and definitely hold those memories fond and close to my heart, man, just appreciative of the opportunity. Well,
2: listen, man, keep up the good work on the SEC Network, and we appreciate your time. And let's catch up down the road, Gene.
6: Definitely, man, enjoyed it. Y'all have a great night.
2: Okay. That's former Auburn coach Gene Chiswick, now with the SEC Network, joining us Town in the nation. We'll take our second break here from the Texas Roadhouse. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Hey, fans. This season, relax, enjoy, and celebrate with the great, refreshing beverages that support University of Tennessee Athletics. Coors Light Mountain Cold Refreshment. It's made to chill. Twisted tea, real brewed iced tea with a twist of lemon, light and crisp, Truly hard seltzer and ice-cold Secchi Cerveza, distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. Remember to celebrate responsibly, and 21 means 21.
5: Are you tired of wearing glasses or contact lenses? Have you struggled with your glasses fogging up when wearing a mask this year? Now more than ever, Dr. Colby Stewart and his team at Tennessee LASIK are here for you. Visit TNLASIK.com or call 865-966-9182 to schedule your free consultation today Tennessee LASIK wants to help you see the Vols in 2020
0: First Tennessee is now First Horizon while our name may have changed our mission has not now more than ever we are committed to serving Tennesseans from Bristol to Memphis First Horizon takes great pride in being the official bank of the Vols and we're proud to call Tennessee home you might say we're home sweet home. Over
3: a century and a half of volunteer heritage, First Horizon is proud to be Tennessee's bank.
0: First Horizon, proud to be the official bank of the vaults.
5: Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service, and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the
3: market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning
5: game plan. To get pre-qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGOnline.com. Equal Housing Lender, License 109111.
0: Turn your game day up a notch with Twisted Tea, the original hard iced tea. Twisted Tea is a real brewed tea with a twist of lemon, and it's next-level delicious. But it's not your grandma's iced tea, unless she spiked it with 5% alcohol. Try the original, or the half-and-half, which is half lemonade, half hard tea. It's more than just a hard iced tea. It's a whole new attitude for gridiron greatness. Twisted Tea, keep it twisted. Proud supporter of Tennessee football. Please drink responsibly. This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin.
2: All right, welcome back into The Nation. Chris Lowe, Austin Price. We're at the Texas Roadhouse, the east location. Let's go back to the phone lines. Gene Chizik, the last segment. This segment, my colleague at ESPN, Mr. Ryan McGee. You can catch him with his buddy Marty Smith on Marty McGee. (laughs) Ryan, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I, I I'm going to hear Gene Chiswick, man get some of that Chisdom. Well, you he, we got a lot of it last segment. So uh, let's go from uh, <laughs> we go from uh, it's like going to see Jimi Hendrix in concert and then you go see Eric Clapton the next night. How about that? Yeah.
7: Well, yeah. I I, I appreciate any any comparison to Clapton. I'm all in.
2: All right, man. You uh, I know you follow college football. You follow the SEC. Uh, I, the way I look at this Tennessee Arkansas game this Saturday. Ryan, for Tennessee it really is, and, and you could almost say the same for Arkansas, but it's one of those swing games. If the Vols win this, then, then maybe they, they still have a, a decent chance to be a, a 500 or, or better than 500 team. If they lose it, the season really could go in the tank in a hurry.
7: Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, we're at that point in the year, even though I honestly don't even know what week it is. In the college football, like depending on where you are, it's either week eight or it's week two or it's week zero or week eleven. I don't know, but but the, but yeah, you're right, and I feel like we're at a lot of these games right now, where like I looked at that Auburn LSU game last Saturday, and I said this is the game that will define the season for them. It's a crossroads game. Your your season's either going to be all right, forget it. We're going into full 2021 rebuilding mode. Or it's going to be, you know what, we got a chance to turn this into something. And and I feel that way about Arkansas and Tennessee both, which Arkansas is way better than anyone expected them to be, particularly on defense. And uh, Tennessee, uh, you know, obviously has struggled a little more than I think most people would have predicted. So, yeah, the question is, what are you going to be when you grow up? And I think this is the game that's probably going to determine who these teams, what they're going to be when the 2020 final story is written.
3: Hey, hey! I gotta cut it. I gotta cut the, in. I the cut the in lip sync is off here, Chris.
2: We're sitting here at the Texas Roadhouse in the bar area. I look up on the TV, and there's you and McGee riding down the road in an old truck. <laughs> hey, first of all, I really wish I was at the
7: Texas Roadhouse right now. I'm starving. I just yelled downstairs, at "My wife, I gotta talk to Steelo and then we got to figure out what we're going to eat. So maybe Texas Roadhouse in is what we're going to do. Come <laughs> <laughs> on you, by, you, man. We we got you taken care of. You you, you bring up
3: the the whole notion that you know, you're either going for a 2021 rebuild or you've you know maybe you found something maybe for Tennessee it's it's kind of a little bit of both if they'll eventually play some of these young kids they've had you know a few flashes from you know a, a Morvin Joseph on defense or a Tyler Barron or Jalen Hyatt with the two big catches that led to either a touchdown for him or eventually the Josh Palmer touchdown against Alabama so may, maybe it can be both for Tennessee what do you think
7: yeah, no, I'm with you. And I, you know, I, I, I quote my father all the time. I mean, CeeLo knows this. I wear everybody out quoting dad. But my dad was a, was a college football referee, but he also was a university administrator for, for 25 years as a college president. And he always said the hardest part of the job was when you had to look at the people who got you to where you are and tell them they probably can't get you to where you need to be next. And, and that's a tough spot for a football coach when, you know, you, you 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 thought this year could be something else. Uh, you thought you had, you know, four and five year player leadership that could get you that next level. And then when you get to the middle of the season, and if you don't win that Arkansas game, then yeah, I, I think it's time to just say, you know what, uh, it's time for a reboot. And um, if it didn't work, and you know, then hand it over to the young guys that are hungry. And so. It's a tough spot, man, and it's hard to look at those guys that have been there for a long time and have gone through so much and tell them, I'm going to need you to, to take a rest for this quarter because i got to get this 18-year-old in the game. That's a tough spot, but, but I'm with you. I think there is a time, though, where you say, you know what, it's time to get on with whatever we're going to be, not what we are. Correct.
3: It's time to to say your time is up. It's uh, somebody else's time. All right, it's time for Chris Lowe's favorite portion of the show. It's time for the Marathon Question of the Week. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood marathon station, Marathon Fueling the American Spirit. All right, Ryan. Your question tonight is who is the most influential and famous Tennessee alum in the media? Is it A, (laughs) Paul Feinbaum? B, Woody Page? C, Gene Wojciechowski? We're excluding you from this, Ryan, because you're the one taking the question. And then D, Chris Lowe, give it to me. And why?
7: Hey, 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 those other three guys won't return my phone calls, and CeeLo will. So I'm going to go with CeeLo. <laughs>
2: what, what's that tell you, though, Ryan? It's because the other three are all big time. I'm just sort of just run-of-the-mill kind of guy, man. i return anybody's hey. phone call. Well, what I love,
7: though, is that I think that people actually know that you and I went to Tennessee. I don't know that those other guys uh, – I know Paul, Paul spent people – People were stunned when I would let them know that Paul went to Tennessee. And so I would I subbed for Paul a few times on the Paul Feinbaum show, and these Alabama people would call me, I don't want to hear it from you. You're a Tennessee alum. I'm like, so is Paul. So, yeah, I, you and I claim it. So I, I think because of that, we should get a little
2: extra credit in the alumni. Office. Here's the great thing about it. And I talked to him today for a piece we're doing on the Masters, with the Masters coming up in November. Of course, game day is going to yeah. go live for the Masters. So I talked to your buddy, the had ball coach today. And, you know, Spurrier always really, – I mean, he knows where everybody went to school. I mean, everybody yeah. in the media, oh, yeah. everybody, you know, uh, you know, on the periphery. So he's always asking you, what's going on in Knoxville? You know, or, hey, what's yeah. Gino doing? You talk to Gino. you know, because he knows. Oh, yeah. he, he just really – all right, Chris Lowe, Tennessee, so he's got to be talking to McGee. He's got to be talking to Gino. Feinbaum. Yeah. He, he just – he identifies everybody with where they went to school, and I'm sure you've heard, you've heard that from him a million times. No,
7: we did this thing with him, and we did this – this thing where we, we went in coaches' offices. This was several years ago for ESPN Magazine, <laughs> and yeah. had a photographer and they're taking pictures of all. And, and he's got all his golf trophies and his Heisman is hidden behind the golf trophies, and he's actually he he's watching the Pebble Beach Pro Am like on television, and mad because he's not playing in it. And so he pulls out this book, and it was he got he's got all these motivational books, and he goes. He goes, yeah. Ryan, he said. Uh, he said, I, you know, I love to quote. I love to quote this book right here, and it was, um, it was the Art of War, Sun Tzu, and all this stuff. And he goes, yeah. He goes, this one right here. He goes, I guess I goes, I'll always write down in the book the game where I use this particular passage in my pregame speech. He goes, for example, and he he goes, like I use this quote right here, da 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 da, for the nineteen ninety one Tennessee Florida game down in Florida. He goes. You remember that game, don't you, Ryan? I'm like, yeah, coach he, you were probably there, weren't you? Yeah, coach, I was there, and so yeah, it's um he's uh he he kills me, but it's uh he he remembers it all.
3: So, so back to your phone calls with Low. Uh, when you call him, does he tell the same four stories every time? And and does he constantly do a John Chavis impersonation, <laughs> or is that just no. my phone calls with
7: it? <laughs> no, no. Well, well. Back when back when they used to let me and Celo do a podcast together at ESPN they found fi- he and I would do Ed Ogeron so much they finally called and told us to stop. That's right. It's a true <laughs> so story. They, I tell you what, you be yeah,
3: you be so, you be Ogeron. I'll do Jeremy Pruitt. Go.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I was telling you, boy, about the ball calls. And yeah, so I'm reading right now. I'm reading Coach O's book, Flip the Script, that he wrote with our buddy Bruce Feldman. And I cannot read the book without hearing it in my head, like Coach O's reading it to me, like a bedtime story.
3: I mean, I was watching, I was watching LSU and Auburn this weekend, and. I mean LSU had all kinds of problems. I mean, Auburn just kept picking them off and getting defensive touchdowns. It was it was oh. it was not good. If we could do some of that on Saturday against Sam and Arkansas, we might have a chance.
7: That's so good. That's so good. All I had to do was close my eyes and I could see him on the sideline with his with his face mask/babushka
2: slash babushka wrapped around his face. What was that by every part of his head was covered besides his mouth.
7: Well, I said it on Marty McGee, and I don't think it went over really well in the Tennessee football office, but I said, I'm pretty sure you can't get COVID through your ears. But <laughs> but he seemed to think he could.
2: I think so far, <laughs> what I've seen to this point, the most um, creative wraps or masks were worn by Jeremy and Kiffin. That first week, Kiffin had one. He was, like, changing out every 30
3: seconds. It was like, you know, yeah. it was like a, a challenge. You know, he had the Kobe Bryant yeah, one Kiffin,
7: on. Yeah. Kiffin looked like he was wearing like a like a powder blue Ole Miss bikini bottom around his face, <laughs> and then and then you have Pruitt who <laughs> had everything covered but his face. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a big surprise. The SEC said, "Hey guys, this is the mask you have to wear, and this is how you wear."
2: All right, let's get you out of here on this, and, I, and I'm going to ask you this: not who you think it is right now, because I don't really think that matters. Who are the four playoff teams? when the selection committee gets around to making their decisions, Ryan, who are your four teams?
7: Well, I mean, listen, Alabama is really, really good. And, and I, we had Matt Jones on Marty McGee on Wednesday night, and I apologize to him. I said, dude, I owe you an apologize. I said, I, 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 I preseason, I was talking about a game manager and an AJ McCarron type. And that dude, he is putting up video game numbers. So it's them. I love Justin Fields. And he certainly has not done anything to, to disprove what I thought of him. so, Ohio state and Alabama. Um, and, uh, listen, Clemson is Clemson still figured out a way to win without Trevor Lawrence. So until they lose, and I don't think they're going to because of what the ACC is, they're in there too. And listen, when we get down to it, um, you know, I, I think Georgia's about fourth best team in the country, but the problem is I think they are going to end the year with at least two losses and you just can't get in the playoff that way. So I say, give me those three and, uh, Notre Dame because, uh, even if Notre Dame were to lose to Clemson uh, this upcoming weekend, I don't see them losing another game rest of the year.
3: See, I agree with this because I think I think if Notre Dame wins, Clemson's going to get the well. Trevor didn't get the play free pass, right. which they probably right. should. I mean, I, I get it, you know, but I think almost if, if Notre Dame wins Saturday, it almost is—I won't say a total
2: punch of the ticket, but I mean, it's, it's well. If he's there, if Trevor's there the rest of the season, because if they have to play, yes. if something happens and he can't come back, then that to me. The selection, just like the NCAA basketball tournament, they've got to look at that and say, "No, wait a minute, this is not the same Clemson team without it." Correct. Yeah. All right, McGee, so I will. And, uh and I'll go down to Gus's tonight and have a steam sandwich on you and your name. How about that?
7: Hey, and see if they still got any of my uh, my checks I used to bring in there and get cashed at one o'clock in the morning. I appreciate them <laughs> doing that for me back in the day.
3: Hey, if you if you and Marty. Want to have me on and just have a picture? For the
2: record, <laughs> that was that was Austin doing Jeremy and not you I, I, and not me, Mingy. I, yeah. I want everybody no, I to know it. that. Hey, listen, I got buddy. It. No, no, it's,
7: no we'll, we'll bring you on to do Coach show.
2: This this is a lot. This is a lot of fun, man. We appreciate you joining us, and let's catch up soon, brother.
7: Hey, anytime, boys. I appreciate it. All
2: right, Ryan McGee, and Marty McGee, joining us, my colleague at ESPN, and also a, U- a UT alumnus. I want to remind fans when we take this last break that the best selection of Big Orange merchandise, touchdown at Hound Dogs, locally owned and operated. Hound Dogs is your one stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. Visit them online at hdnoxville.com. Hey, ball fans, your vote matters even when it comes to your debit card. First Horizon is rolling out a new Tennessee-themed debit card, and you can help select the new card design. Vote for your favorite big orange debit card now through November 21st, and you will automatically be registered to win weekly prizes, including Tennessee football tickets. Simply go to firsttennessee.com forward slash balls.
5: A lot's changed in the past few months, from how we protect our health to how we work. But for more than 70 years, Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped Tennesseans protect themselves, their families, and their savings. So right now, it's good to know that you have short-term, individual, and family plan options, along with dental and vision, for whatever lies ahead. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Give us a call or visit FBHP.com to learn more today.
4: When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple, help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage license 109
0: It could be a routine drive to pick up the kids after school or an epic road trip across the country. No matter where your travels take you, we know those miles count. We're Marathon. We have over 5,700 stations across our great nation. Our people are working hard every day to provide you with quality top-tier gasoline to improve engine performance and... Fuel your life. Marathon, fueling the American spirit.
1: It's been a long off-season, and while this football season might look a little different, Dos Equis wants to remind you that nothing will change one of college football's oldest traditions, the proud tradition of drinking beer. Tailgate from anywhere with an ice-cold, refreshing Dos Equis. Whether you're watching in Neyland, cheering from home, or hosting a virtual game watch, nothing goes with college football like an ice-cold, refreshing cerveza. Dos Equis, proud sponsor of Tennessee football. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Copyright 2020.
0: This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin.
2: All right, back in. Just a couple minutes left. I want to remind fans it's football time in Tennessee, and you can show your big orange colors by purchasing the official 2020 football fan T-shirt. This year's shirt features General Neyland's Game Maxim, Put On More Steam. That's the official Tennessee football fan shirt available at Alumni Hall, Food City, The Vault Shop, and Hound Dogs. All right, AP, Balls go to Arkansas this week. I think it's a critical, critical stretch for Tennessee starting there in the Ozarks. They come back home. They play an A&M and then go to Auburn. What's key for Tennessee Saturday if they're going to win this ballgame? I, I think it's
3: just a critical game, period, not even a stretch. You, you win Saturday, it just kind of calms everybody down a little bit. And so I think the biggest keys to victory are not turning the football over. It sounds simple, but, I mean, you know, obviously Tennessee, when they've, they've had their hiccups this year, second half of Georgia, the entire Kentucky game. You know they they've turned the football over, and so they got to they got to play mistake free football. And to me, they got to continue to get chunk plays. You found that against Alabama. If you can get those explosive plays, whether it's with Jalen or whoever it's with, just find
2: them. Maybe the running backs out of the backfield too.
3: Something, something to them that you know to get some big plays. They need Eric Gray to pop off a forty or fifty yard run. Same thing with Ty Chandler. Yeah. They're getting too they're getting tackled too many times by the shoestrings. I mean, it's it's it's. Got to be some more more explosive plays that Tennessee's going to go on the road. Kind of get right to the ship a little bit. Tennessee needs to get happy early. Getting happy early is making big plays, big momentum changing plays, whether it be offense or defense. If they fall behind, the doubt creeps in. And
2: you're right. I mean, you start, if, if certainly, if, I don't think the team or the coaches certainly look at this way, but you start looking at this being a critical stretch. I don't know if we as media and the fans do, then that's probably the worst thing. But I do believe this is the start. Tennessee of a stretch that in a lot of ways, I don't want to say make or break, but a lot of ways will define where this program goes from here in year three under Jeremy Pruitt. And this is a weird year, different year, and I don't think you can fully assess anybody because of all the challenges everybody has had to go through this year, but certainly this is a game that starts a very critical stretch for the program. Our thanks to former Auburn coach Gene Chizik, my colleague at ESPN Ryan McGee for joining us tonight the nation, AP. We'll see you. Travel safely to Arkansas this week, and we'll see all of you guys. Thanks for listening next week right here on The Nation.
0: You've been listening to The Nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse.
1: Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group, the number one lender in the state of Tennessee, making the American dream possible. Learn more at MIGonline.com by Tennessee Lacing Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee Lacing by Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. 12 area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon, featuring top-tier clean gasoline for peak performance. Stop by your neighborhood Marathon station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. By University Eye Specialists, helping you live life in focus since 1935. And by Dos Equis. Nothing goes with college football like an ice-cold, refreshing Dos Equis Cerveza. Keep it interessante. and please enjoy Dos Equis' response. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by...
0: Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State for more news on college sports and the SEC. This is The Nation, signing off.